What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I wanted to just throw this in in the beginning. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. That really helps our numbers. Check out the merch store at brennantcomedy.com slash merch store to get your ex-drinking buddy merch. And if you really want to, subscribe on Patreon, patreon.com slash brennantassif. That really helps me out. Thank you so much. Enjoy the episode. Grab me a beer and grab him a coat. We about to sit for an hour bullshit and tell jokes. And please don't mix it up, cause he done sobered up. Brandon T. Comedy on your social media feeds. And Brandon Tassib is your ex drinking buddy. Brandon Tassib is your ex drinking buddy. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Brennan Tassif is your ex drinking buddy. There's going to be a graphic there. I am your host, Brennan Tassif. If you're new to the program, quick rundown of the show. I used to be everyone's favorite drinking buddy. It was my favorite thing to do. Hang out with friends, get drunk, do drugs, get in all sorts of trouble, and then later on reminisce about those crazy stories. I am sober now, but that is still one of my favorite things to do. Hang out with someone and talk about the crazy old days. Most weeks I will be joined by a guest. This week is no exception. All the way from New York City, Ethan Filler. Oh my God, I'm so it's such a pleasure to be here. Such a pleasure. What's up? It, I'm doing great. I'm are, doing. You're great. doing great. So fantastic. Well, I'm glad you are here this week. I am here this week. This week. So for the audience listening, this was supposed to be the episode that came out last week. You know when you all got the uh, basically the repeat episode, and you're like, Brennan, what the hell? We've already heard this one. What's <laughs> going on? Well, Ethan didn't show up. So I oh. <sighs> Full disclosure to everyone listening, you, it was your birthday the night before. It was before. my birthday the night before. You were I, doing your first feature spot, 30-minute set. My first 30-minute set. Um, I had a whole birthday party. I, I got home at, let me see, 6.30, 6, 6.30. And then I was like, I, 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 I had the intention of setting alarm, and then I fell, I fell asleep before I got to set the alarm, and then I woke up at 12, and I was like, oh, dear. <laughs> I woke up. And I kind of got ready, and then I texted you because I didn't hear from you. So we we had scheduled it at eleven, and then I texted you at like ten thirty, and I was like, "Hey, just let me know what's going on," because we were going to do it um, in the apartment last week, which it actually worked out. You not being able to make it because you overslept is well, not even overslept. Just, I slept through the entire. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't oversleep. I opted out. Yeah, you just completely. Sleep. Yeah. Well, I. So glad you came on this week. Uh, you were a very funny comic here in New York. Uh, you were um, getting your career started. Tell everybody kind of uh, a little bit about yourself. How you got into comedy? Have you lived in New York your whole life? Kind of yeah. where you're from? That whole thing. Um, let me see. Originally, um, I'm from Albany, New York. Okay. Um, I started comedy in uh, August of 2022, and um, I don't know. Is what? What else did you ask? What else? Did, well, what I was just curious how you got into comedy. Because uh, you're a baby, you just turned 23. I'm I just turned 23, and I'm already carrying around Werther's Originals. I'm already <laughs> bracing for the the the, the, the inevitable the, the coffin, the casket. Um, but I actually, it's funny. I I told someone else's story. I um, I I got into comedy because so Facebook Facebook is a weird place, and I had <laughs> I had uh, talked to someone about like. I had talked to someone about a room, like to roommate with. Yeah. Like months, like at one time. And then months later, they texted me and they're like, Hey, um, I'm doing a show. I need to bring three people. Can you come? 
And I was like, okay. And I knew someone else who did open mics at this club. It was Eastville. And are you living in New York at the time? Yes. How did you get from Albany to the city? A car. No, but I'm saying... (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying, did you want to... When you were in Albany, because that's where you grew up, yes. did you want to, was it always your goal to live in New York City? It it was. I wanted to for like a very long time. Also, I don't have a driver's license, so it's probably a good place to live. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I did used to, I always did like want to be a comedian for a while. Um, were you a fan of stand-up or just comedy in general, like comedic movies? Because I'll have people yeah. on and they go, oh yeah, I loved comedy. I used to watch Seinfeld or I yeah. loved comedy. I used to watch, you know, National Lampoons. And I go, yeah. oh, well, that's, you know, obviously it's much different than stand-up. So how you know, did you even... Well, I started, Um, I don't know. Well, I used to like, well, obviously I would see stand-up like when I was younger, stuff like that. But like yeah. after a while, I eventually just started like, um, just like watching like every stand-up thing that like was on Comedy Central. Okay. And like, I got very like, like... I, I like loved it so much and um I don't know just like I sometimes I'm like I laugh when I'm having but so, sometimes it's not easy for like a show or something to make me laugh so when something does it makes me very happy yeah that's it's definitely a, a big thing I'm definitely I laugh a lot more yeah. than I think most <clears throat> comedians do when I when I go to open mic with you and you and you laugh it keeps me young <laughs> It keeps me young. Well, I'm genuinely a fan of comedy. And it's weird because I'll go to shows sometimes and the whole room will be laughing. And I'll be looking around like, what is going on? Like, this is terrible. Like, this is hack or this is garbage or this is low hanging. Like, how does nobody else see that this is garbage? And everyone's like, ah, ha, ha, ha. But then they'll say something that's like dark or out of left field. And then once it gets me and then the whole audience is like, but I'm like dying in the back. It's I know. A, and I have a very loud, distinctive, as you the do. listeners know. As I, lo- I love, I love it. It keeps me young. So it keeps me young. you go to this bringer show at Eastville. Yes. And what, ha- like, how did that introduce you to comedy? Like you personally? Well, I was going to say it before you interrupted me, but you know, I'll keep going. I'm kidding. I'm being a dick. I'm kidding. No. <laughs> so I went to this bringer show and, um, Funnily enough, I like knew someone else who like did open mics there, mm-hmm. like on the same night. So I was like, well, I'll go to this person's bringer show. Then I'll watch my friend do the open mic. And I watched... I watched my I watched this person on from Facebook do the bringer show and I, I saw them and I saw all the people in the show. I remember distinctly thinking, Wow, I could do better than this. Yeah. That's how it happened. Bring a show at Eastville Comedy Club. And then the host for the open mic, um, she was like, Are you uh are you are you are are you signing up for the mic? Are you doing the mic? And I was like, Well, you know, I don't I don't I don't know. She's like, are, well, are you, are, you can do it. You want to do it? She yeah. like talked me into doing it. And then I did it. It went, it went fine. It went possibly above that. If it went very poorly, then I, I just would have not done comedy. Okay. So see, that's, I, I love this thing, you know, the butterfly effect yeah. kind of thing about it, where it's like, if it would have gone just a little bit worse, you yeah. never would have done it again. Yeah. And now here you are doing 30 minutes on your birthday. I know. It's by the way, it was, it was thirty minutes. I'll say it was thirty minutes at like my friend's show slash open mic. It was like people. There are people who are like who like produce their own shows, and they hit a guy hit me up and was like, "Dude, can I like can I like get a, a, like a spot?" And I was like, "It's an open mic, so I can guarantee." You can <laughs> spot. I was like, "No, like I'm not featuring at you know the fucking Copacabana." <laughs> Yeah, you can get on my show. But. Yeah, it's an open mic. You can actually. Yeah. That's what I do a lot of times when I go home. Uh, like if I want to do longer sets, instead of reaching out to the comedy club, because there was a big rift between the comedy club and the local scene in Jacksonville, where I'm from for mm-hmm. a long time. I think it's different now that the, they have new owners. But 
instead of reaching out to like clubs or stuff like that, I would just call my buddies that ran open mics yeah. and I'd be like, Hey, just uh, can I do 30 or can I do 20? And they're like, yeah, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's so much easier than like trying to produce like a real actual show yeah. to sell tickets and all this stuff. It's like, no, we'll, I'll just jump on the open mic and do 20 minutes and I'll just tell all my friends like, Hey, if you want to come, come. Yeah. I was that's for, for anyone watching. That's like a, uh, not very, I don't think that's extremely typical to New York. This specific show, they have a 30 minute feature every week. Oh, do they? Okay. Week. So that is it's unique fun. to yeah. New York. It, you can do it if you ever want to work out 30 minutes. This is like unique to like this mic, but like, I don't, that's, people have told me that like in, in other like cities, like it, comedy is like just the actual, it is easier to like do comedy. Oh Yeah. Well, we've talked about this a lot on the show, but where I'm from, <clears throat> and so I started in South Florida, which has its own scene, like almost every city. If you go on back to Facebook, if you go on Facebook, you can find like yeah. whatever, whatever comedy scene. Mm -hmm. There was one in Dayton, Ohio, where my mom lives. There's one in Oklahoma City, where I live for a few months. South Florida, there's one Fort Lauderdale, like even different parts of South Florida have their own. It's yeah. not, and then in Jacksonville, I've talked about this all the time, but the show, the mics are like shows. Yeah. Because there's not an oversaturation of comedy. No. So if you want to go, show up. yeah, if you want to do something on a Tuesday night and you happen to like comedy and maybe follow one or two local comics mm -hmm. on Instagram, you're like, oh, they've got, yeah. they've got this thing going on. Someone recently hit me up there, like, um, someone, one of my reels went, it didn't go viral, but I got like more likes than usual. And someone, uh, Instagram messaged me and was like, I see, I looked through your profile. It looks like you're from, like from upstate New York, like, like Albany area. Can you tell me like how to do comedy there? And I'm like, well, like, do you have any advice? And like, my advice would be to leave because that's what I did. Yeah. Just move. Get out of all. Move to New York. I don't think there is, there might be a scene in Albany, but it's probably. I guarantee you there's a scene in Albany. I don't know. It might be a grim scene. But it's still there. It's there. There's still bars that have slow nights and people yeah. are like, hey, can we do comedy on yeah. like Wednesday? And they're like, yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. So you see, you do the first open mic and it goes pretty well. And then are you just hooked? Are you like, okay, this is what I'm doing now? It started. So for a while I was doing that same open mic like once a week. And then I moved on to, I did that one and another open mic. And then there was like a weird butterfly effect thing where I found out about like more open mics. And then essentially like now I'm doing pretty much like uh, for a while I was doing like one like every day of the week or something. Yeah. Or, trying to, or multiple every day of the week. Um, and I don't know. I decided I wanted to like start like pursuing it. Yeah. So the reason I wanted to have you on um, because I don't know if you know this, but the show is a springboard. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. You know, Michael Rowland came on. Now he's on that Fox show. And Ian mm -hmm. Laura came on. Now he has that HBO special. You know, we just we just roll people into success. Here. I'm going to be on my 600 pound life. It's going to be swell. <laughs> but I wanted to have you on because, uh, to be honest with you, the first time I saw you at an open mic, I think you had mentioned that you were newer to comedy. But with how comfortable you were on stage and with the kind of the some of the subject matter that you were talking about, like with being Jewish and gay and all this kind of stuff. And the, the way. <laughs> gay? I. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I just get up and leave. But the way Sorry. the way you made some of, because I'm a huge fan of dark humor, everyone mm -hmm. knows that. So the way you you made it so funny, I was like, oh, this person, this is definitely not like, because we've seen new people at open mics, and they mm -hmm. do that thing where they um, they lasso up the mic cord because they're so nervous, so they just keep rapping mm -hmm. it as they talk, <laughs> and they don't move, and they sometimes will hold the mic like way down here because they don't <laughs> understand where it's supposed to go. But when you got on stage, you just had like a very good feel. You had very good stage presence and a feel for the stage. And it was incredibly funny. Thank 
So I was like, oh, this is Ethan's going to go places. So we got to get you on the podcast now before you blow up. <sighs> before and then I all blow of a sudden. Up. So how did you have a background in theater or stage or anything? How Where did you learn that to be that comfortable on stage? Well, I don't really have a background in theater unless you count like The Lion King at my Jewish summer camp, which we'll I, count it. I, uh, side note, I think I've I I got I got like a, a, a character role, like one of the characters from the movie. Um, uh, that character was Ed the hyena who has no lines and only laughs. <laughs> and I was like, this is very embarrassing there because I had to audition. I had to read a script and they're like, we're going to cast you as the guy who just laughed. So you read for a different role and then they were like, we're yeah. going to put you in. This I was one. actually like pretty fucking pissed because they gave the role of Pumbaa to like a skinny girl. And I was like, you don't know what typecasting is. <laughs> But the warthog they gave to a skinny girl, to like a skinny, like 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 you know, like Brittany or what? Well, probably it was a Jewish summer camp, so probably Rachel, not Brittany. But um, no, but I don't, I don't have a background really in theater. Um, I was a theater major for one semester, and then I realized these <laughs> I people, were, these people are. I thought I, you were pulling a fast. Can one I say on the me? f word on the show? You can say whatever the fuck okay. you want. I, I was a theater major for one semester, and was like, these people are faggots. Oh, that's not the one I thought you were going to say. Oh, I cut it out. Edit it out. No, we're not going to edit it. Okay. You can do a little bleep. Can you put the extra buddy logo over my mouth when you bleep it? Okay. That'd be cute. I'm not going to bleep it, but I'll do it. Oh, that. okay. Do do something right here. The logo is going to be right here. Do something. Do Now, do like a new thing here. Put like a little gif here. Okay. Like a cat or something. <laughs> like a cat. I'm just assigning homework to you. No. Uh, <clears throat> no. But uh, I don't really have like a background in like theater or whatever. I just have a... I guess I what I'm for attention. What I'm trying. Okay. So that makes a lot of sense. What I was trying to pry at was the whole, cause it takes a lot. And I've talked to, and I talked about this with Drew when Drew came on. The fact is that there are a lot of people who move to New York to pursue comedy because mm-hmm. that's what they want to do. And they save up all this money and they work their asses off and then they get to New York. And some of those people are going to make it. Some of those people will be successful. Mm-hmm. Some of them will kind of like me just kind of sit in that lower middle tier where it's mm-hmm. like you're doing shows and you got stuff going on, but you're never going to be like, you're never going to like sell out the garden. And then there are other people where they're just going to do open mics. Like they work their ass off and they moved here and they're trying and they're trying and tr- they're trying, but they're probably just going to do open mics. Yeah. I have friends like that where they moved to New York and then it was so overwhelming with the financial costs and everything like that, that they end up having to work 60 hours a week. So the only thing they have time for is to do like one open mic a week, which sucks. Yeah. But for them, yeah, that's what, that that satiates their appetite for comedy. I have like a I have a I have a friend who he's like a fantastic comedian. He's been doing this like four years. Um, he has a bartender, so the amount of nights he can do open mics is maybe two. Yeah. So it's like it's very. It, yeah, yeah, I work at a restaurant at night, and everyone's yeah. like, "Well, you have." They're like, "You love comedy. It's super. You take it super seriously. Like you're gonna have to quit that night job." And I go, "I can make my rent in three shifts. Like That's, I'm not yeah. quitting." That job. Mm. And it works out for me because my schedule is incredibly flexible. Yeah. I do open mics during the day. I record mm. the podcast during the day. Mm-hmm. And then I work, you know, three to four nights a week. And then if I, a show does pop up or something comes up, mm. I can just call into work and be like, hey, you know, I'll get someone to cover my shift. Yeah. So that's why I like doing it. Because when I moved here, I didn't have the intention. And this is naive, but I didn't have the intention of I've been doing comedy since 09 and I took mm. a little break for like three years when I was drinking and doing drugs real bad. Mm. But then I came back. And so when I moved here, I was like, oh, I'm not going to be doing like this grind thing. Like I've already done that. 
Like I'm going to move here and but, then I'll be past at clubs and then I'll get booked on shows. Well, this is what I'm saying is why I was you're naive. Young, you're young, aren't you, in a big city? You got to start all Because then I that. came here and they're like, oh, no, open mics are that way. And I go, no, 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 you guys in, don't understand. In your, like, in your head, were you going to walk in and pe- you thought people could be like, shit, is that Brennan Town? I... Can I be honest with you? Can I be 100% honest with you? I thought because I knew a few people who are bigger in comedy. Mm -hmm. I honestly, this is God's honest truth. I thought, and I had so many friends in Jacksonville who are, who've been doing comedy even longer than I have. Mm -hmm. And they were like, that's not how it works. Like, be careful. That's Mm -hmm. not how I thought I would get here. I would reach out to a couple of my friends. They would reach out to some clubs, Mm -hmm. wreck me. And then I would get auditions and then boom, it would be over. And then I would just be (laughs) passed at clubs. And that is not what happened. No, no, no. <laughs> Some of my friends that are more established in comedy were even like, dude, I'm still trying to get past at certain clubs. Like, what do you, what do you think I was going to do? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, no, that's true. So for you, not having any sort of like moving to New York before comedy, before you even had a desire to do any of that, once you got into it, were you very much like, okay, this is what I'm going to dedicate my life to? Or were you kind of, you said you did a mic a week and then you kind of amped it up and started I, doing more. I did, a then... mic, I did a mic a week for maybe like two or three weeks. And then I started doing uh, like I started doing two and then it like butterfly effect into me doing comedy. I, I essentially do comedy basically every night of the week. Most of it's a lot of it's open mics. I do get yeah. some shows occasionally. Um, But like I've I think I, I would say that I have like sacrificed like. Like a lot. Well, not like sacrifice, but like, like I, I've like shown, I've, I've been like, I don't know how I haven't been fired yet. I've been, I was for a what, while. I what was do like, you do? Um, you don't have to say where, but just like, what is it in the I'm, vein of? I work at a, like a jewelry company showroom as like a concierge. Okay. So I'm, I'm basically like a front desk kind of person, but like for, I was like showing up for like a month straight. I was showing up late to work every day because it was out until like, like between like one uh, a.m. and like 5 p.m. every night or whatever so like i don't know i like i literally i i go most nights i go from work to a mic stay out the entire time um my my weekends um which is wednesdays and thursdays mm-hmm. i am Mine essentially too. oh well we we could be something no um but essentially uh like i I do open mics for like the entire day. Like I, I wake up cause I do a very, I go at stay at very late on Tuesdays and then I wake up on Wednesday, go to Drew's mic, um, usually go to a second mic and then I help uh, run a third mic on Wednesdays. Then on Thursdays, I usually do, um, two, I usually do like two to three mics on Thursdays. So like I haven't had like, I was, I'm going to preface this, this, comedians were like this like this is work i'm like it, you're showing up at a bar it's not it's not work yeah but like i i haven't had like a like a real like weekend to myself for months necessarily well i say that this all the time fun, because it's not it's not work in the sense that and this is something i used to argue with my ex about because mm-hmm. i'd be like you know i have a lot to do today i have a lot of work to do today. and she's yeah. like it's not work and i go well listen i don't get to like sleep until noon and then exactly. get up and go to the met and wander around for four hours and then go get pizza like yeah I have to fucking be up. I have to go to the gym. Then after the gym, I have to edit a podcast. Then after that, I, then after that, I have to hit three mics. Then after that, I have to go to uh, one of the bigger clubs to try and book people for the podcast and Mm -hmm. do the hang and try and get booked on shows. Mm -hmm. I was like, so I completely agree with you. I haven't had a day 
I know because I've been recently single. I, I was texting with this young woman and she was like, hey, let's hang out Thursday since you're off Thursday. And I was like, I can't. Like, I've got too much to do. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, but you're all I go, I'm off from the restaurant. But that's not why I moved to New York was not it, that has nothing like I just can't hang out. Like, I don't mm. know what you want me to say. And it's Did weird for people. Girl for me. Well, I yeah. Well, for the podcast. But yeah. Yeah. For like, you, I'm going to think about it that way. But go on. But I'm, I completely agree with you that it's not quote unquote work, but it's also not. I mean, I do say it's work. I mean, I know how. Yes. It, well, it's like the same way that like, like, I don't know, like a, like a CEO or something like they, their work days, like, like golfing and drinking and like networking. Well, not the exact same thing, but like, I, I've like heard people be like, you know, like I'm, I, I, I make people laugh. It's my job, like a firefighter or like a cop. And I'm like, you're okay, mentally it's not that. It's not, that. it's not that. But like, like I do, I am like out all the time, like rushing places, like on my weekends. Always rushing. Yeah. Always rush. It's, it, God, I just fucking, my whole life is hurry up and yeah. wait. Sometimes people are like, are you wearing the same clothes as yesterday? I'm like, mind your fucking business. Yeah. This is not, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make it in Hollywood. New York, but yeah. Hollywood, New York. New York! Uh, I wanted to talk to you. Let's. I wanted to get into some of these stories because you did send me right. a list of stories. By the way, I, w- I will preface that this, uh, my entire being on this podcast is essentially based on why I really don't drink that much. I know you don't. Um, because I can drink in moderation because I'm normal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a disease. <laughs> I love when super people get very precious about that. I'm like, whatever. I I talk about that in the one person show, which you would know if you came out to see. Even though you, you every you got on stage and you were like, no, no one saw my one man show, which I invited you all to, and I was like, I didn't get an invitation. You were like, well, I posted on my Instagram. I'm like, that's an advertisement. <laughs> that's that is an an, that's not an invitation. That's an <laughs> that's an open door invitation for everybody. That's not that's not what an advertisement is. That's <laughs> whatever. I would have liked a handwritten note on parchment with ink. And, and a quill. quill. And a quill. Look at us having things in common. So when did you start drinking originally? Because you don't drink that often, but when yeah. when was the first time you ever had alcohol? Uh, after my 21st birthday. Really? Yes. Lerd. Loser. I wanted to say nerd and loser, so it came out as lerd. Yeah. I know what you wanted to say. It was the word I said earlier. <laughs> whoa, oh, I whoa. I think that's what... No, okay, no. Um, no, but um, I had... And this I, is in Albany? First, my, no, this was in New York. So when did you move to New York? Uh, April seventeenth, twenty twenty one. Okay. Um, and well, I turned twenty one like in Albany, but like it was during the pandemic, so like I'm not going out. And then I moved during April twenty one, and um, I went to a bar in Brooklyn near me, and I was like, I don't know why I was nervous, like it was a drug deal, but I was like, I was like, one cocktail, please, madam. I'll take a cocktail. It was I don't know what. Did you really walk in and say I would like one cocktail? I would like one cocktail. I was like I was like I was like um I, at the end I was like do you accept tips? And she was like yeah. It was, it was the weirdest <laughs> thing. I was like I'd never been like I never gotten anything from a bar before. I don't know why my choice was a Long Island iced tea. Ooh, I don't think that was right. That's garbage. That's what trash people drink. I know. I was like well I, I think I've heard it's sweet so I'll have that. No, it's. I don't know why that was the choice. It's like five. Di- it will. It's, it's not five like, different it's liquors. Five different liquors. Yeah. That was Splash my first Coke. drink. Why was that? Did my you get first fucked drink? up? I I thought I was fine, and then I walked out, and I started like the 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 ground takes wasn't what second. I thought it was. It takes a second to hit. I was like, oh, 
Yeah. So after that, were you like, should oh, I start I- drinking more? <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we always encourage people who are normal to drink as much as they yeah. like. Um, so after that, were you like, oh, this Human. is this is cool, or I don't want to do this anymore, or like, were you just like, yeah, that was fine. I don't like how drinking makes me feel, and I think it tastes gross for the okay. most part. Okay, that I makes feel, a lot of sense. I feel a lot of times it makes me feel like I feel sometimes I feel like drinking like it's just like, hey, we found a juice that like makes you like like act retarded. <laughs> like that's what it is. I'm like <laughs> like it just makes it that's what it that's what it's like a poison that makes you disabled for like a few hours. <laughs> and I'm like like I don't know like like honest, honestly, like some some like Twitter girl could like drop a Twitter thread and like why drinking is ableist. You're making fun of disabled, but like it's like it's like a little. You're just you're acting like you make dumb decisions. Like sometimes if I have like one drink, just one, um, because it's it 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 it, it exacerbates my already uh, terrible homosexual personality. Yeah. So if I have one drink, eventually, like at a show, like I will, uh, or like like at a mic. I will start heckling. Not like, but like, specifically the bad comedians, because my friend runs one, and sometimes, especially towards the end, there's a few ones. And like, I, I had, have like, like a drink. I had one you... drink, and I was literally like, um, I was like, <laughs> I was such an asshole. I was like, someone, someone told like a terrible, a terrible, like, like a rape joke or something. And I went, I get it. Like, yeah, I'm just being a fucking <laughs> asshole. Like, uh, I, I literally, I think one time I went, like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> From the la- from the back, very loudly. Just one drink. I'm not even drunk, but like it makes me. It's the giggle juice or whatever. Yeah, it so it makes me up. an asshole. Um, I don't know. I also like the flavors. Like usually, the drinks I like don't taste like alcohol. Yeah, like, that's my go to Malibu and Coke. Yeah, it's common. It's a classic. Little girls love that stuff. I know. I'm just a little. I'm a petite little girl. I uh, the, well, the reason that this is so fascinating to me as an alcoholic is because. When I first started drinking, my anxiety go- went away. And I have horribly, like, I know, like, I talk about it on stages, like, all the scars and stuff that I used to hurt myself because my anxiety was so bad. I had to focus on something else, anything else to get out of my own head. And so when I first tried alcohol, it just went away. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I want to do this all the time, all yeah. day, every day. So it's so fascinating when I meet people, because I've had people on the show, a lot of comics on, who are like, yeah, I don't. I don't drink that much. Like I don't have a problem with it. Like I don't. I don't understand all of you fucking weirdos who like are obsessed with it. But like to me, that's that is. I think you guys, though, like those people are fascinating because yeah. I'm like, like I see it at work all the time at the restaurant where people will drink half a glass of wine and then be like, "Can we get the check?" And yeah. I go, "What do you? Yeah. Don't, you better not fucking yeah. waste that. Like, what are you doing? Can I have that? No. <laughs> but like, it's like it's like a double edged sword where like it. Yeah, it takes away your anxiety, but it also gives you like like a ton of like unearned confidence like the amount of well the, the next day it the, creates so much more yes. anxiety because it kills all yes. your dopamine but like also like the amount of people who like i guarantee you there's like probably like a million comedians out there who get like tipsy get on stage do like mediocre to bad and then get off and they're like i killed that happens so often and you would be shocked it would blow your mind if i told you how often that happens at real legitimate Heavy hitting clubs. That doesn't surprise me at all. Because there are these people. They're all alcoholics. It's like I don't want to shock you, but like comedians, they they drink, and I'm like, they yeah, Brandon, drink and do drugs. They drink and do drugs. So you never, or no, I shouldn't say never. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. But so you don't drink that often. No, I usually have. Uh, sometimes I have a little mixed drink on occasion, but yeah. like not that often. But you do. Do you smoke weed? You smoke weed. I know no. that. 
I've never, I don't smoke weed. I smoked weed. I smoked weed one time. Okay. Because I went to, I, I like, Tell I literally never smoke weed, but. So you've, this is the only time you've ever smoked. I smoked weed one time. One time. Just exclusive. the once. Ex drinking buddy exclusive. I found a, a man online and. He How'd wanted, you find him? Tell the story. The website is called Sniffies. Is it really? It's a disgusting website. It's it's literally so it's like a map that opens up like Apple Maps, but there's little bubbles with people's dicks and assholes. Really? Yeah, they comes down and it's like this person is near you, and there's also a location feature that's like someone could put like uh, Greenwich Village Comedy Club, and they're like, go to the bathroom. You can suck cock in there. Like they have look, they have gro- like they have cruising locations. Okay. It's I didn't do that, but I went to this guy's apartment. No, but wait, I want to let's not jump off the app that quick. It's anonymous sex. That's that's what the app is for. Yeah. So this is interesting in your community. How you. (laughs) Yes. As a faggot American. um, So can I be honest with you? When I first got single, I was obsessed with this idea of. I don't want a girlfriend, obviously. I just got out of a four-year relationship after I had just gotten out of a a four-and-a-half-year relationship where I was engaged. I was like, I don't want a girlfriend. Mm -hmm. I just want to do my thing. I want to focus on comedy. And then occasionally, obviously, I want to hook up. Yeah. So I was like thinking, thinking I was a genius. I go, there should be an app for this. Yeah. Like Grindr for ladies. And so I, I Googled- Tinder. Hookup apps. Yeah. And Tinder obviously is one of the first ones that pop up, but because I like Google just strictly like casual hookup apps, mm-hmm. and then there were some other ones that were a little out of my kind of. I got scope. an email the other day. There's hot singles in my area. Why don't you just do that? Yeah, I should have just done that. Every time I go to click on porn, yeah. it's always like, "Do you yeah. want someone near you? Do you want a hot milf near you?" I'm like, "No, I'm good." Well, then I discovered that women obviously aren't on these apps. No, because they're one dangerous, but two. Th- I'm sure everyone knows this, that women have an easier time to yeah. get laid than men do. Breaking news, also, I they know. they don't want to fuck strangers. That's the thing. It's, a, and it's an emotional connection. So this whole idea, and especially in like Grinder and now Sniffies, Sniffies I know about. Um, and I know Drew has that joke, bumper, dumper, scraper, grinder. Uh, scruff. That, to me, I'm obsessed with that idea of like, oh, yeah, you guys just randomly like, just yeah, like, yeah let's go fuck. You can do it too. You just have to be okay with fucking guys. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to get him by the end of the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to groom Brennan. So, everyone watching is like, is he he's going to get him, I think. Yeah, I am. So you're on Sniffies. I'm I'm on I'm that's that's not the important part of the story. I just am fascinated so find, by these apps. I find this it's guy called Sniffies. It's called Sniffies. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. It's so you find this guy. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. We just have a breakdown. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. I, I'm, I'm fucking kidding. No, um, I find, I find this guy, and he's like, you know, come over, or whatever. Um, he's in like, he's off like Broadway Junction stop in Brooklyn, which is it was not close to me at the time. So it was like two trains I had to take, and I, I get over there, and he's like, um, essentially, he's like, like he's like, we're gonna fuck, but like. Before we do this, like you gotta smoke this bong, you gotta smoke this weed, and why? Like, oh, so you have he, like you got there and he was just like smoking weed and he's like you have to yeah. smoke some weed. He's like you're gonna you're gonna get blazed before we fuck and I'm like, <clears throat> it took two trains so I guess I'm smoking weed today. Oh wow, yeah, that's all it took. Yeah, <laughs> I took two trains today, so I guess I'm I took two trains and I'm like I didn't come here for nothing, so I did that and then. 
it was weird. He lived in like a basement, not like not like a basement level apartment, but like a basement, um, very much like a literal basement. He had uh, he had to he was a I found out he was like a, a teacher for like elementary school, um, which like it's always the fucking weirdest people. And then he had, he had a tattoo on his thigh that was I believe it was a vagina being cut with scissors. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know what that means. It, I feel like it's not good though. No. Um, but I don't know. And then we had like like fine sex, but like. He was shorter than me, so like he kept he kept wanting to do like doggy style, and that just doesn't work. Yeah, it's like a Chihuahua fucking Great Dane. It's that's not how that works. He kept pushing my face into the bed and was like, "Just get lower." And I'm like, "Do just want to do missionary?" Which gay people, but people don't think you know they can do. I didn't know do that. missionary. Do you want me to show you? Why can you explain to the listeners? It's <laughs> it's an audio podcast. You can't. You have to, I thought you don't. You also do video. I do do video. Head over to the video section. We don't. <laughs> if you want to see okay. Ethan, we'll save it for the end of the show. But if you want to see Ethan demonstrate okay. how to do missionary, you just raise your legs up and do it from that. It's the easiest thing. Yeah, that makes sense. You just yes. Hold on. And then you just okay. I got. It. Oh, just I'm sorry. I just wanted to make sure. That everyone knew, um, but yeah, we so wanted to make sure. Uh, I mean, that was weird. I got like, co- like I wasn't that was, like that was nice. People are like, I'm so sorry you had to go through that. I'm like, I wasn't raped. I just smoked a bong. So were you uncomfortable smoking the weed, or like, how did that? How did it make I didn't you feel? Really like, like you didn't. It made me feel like my head was filled with helium. Okay, it was weird. Then I went on the. This was in twenty, I believe twenty twenty two, but I was on the train. Like, God, the cops are gonna get me. <laughs> I don't know why I was just like being paranoid, just being paranoid. And I was like, it's, it's very much legal in New York. Oh um, yeah. It's decriminalized completely. Yeah. yeah. There's actually near my work. There's a, a new dispensary. Well, I don't know how new it is, but it's got like velvet ropes and security guard and it looks like a club Yeah, and it's called like New York dispensary. And you walk by and it's just like, people are doing shows. It's swanky. Them. It's like, Oh wow. That's yeah. people are doing comedy shows out of some of them. Because they have like a space. Yeah. Some of them are like like actual like cannabis clubs, or whatever, and people are doing four twenty shows. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, we had um yeah, we've had some guests on. They shouldn't be promoting drugs on your sober podcast. Well, you can promote whatever you want. Yeah. I mean you promote sniffies. Yeah. Everyone vote for Ron DeSantis. Whoa. My, no. my guy, twenty twenty four, here yeah. we come. Lock her up. Lock her up. No. Florida. Florida's making Florida. a surge. But um yeah, so that was that was uh that was that whole debacle, and I was like, "So what happened after? Did you ever talk to them again, or no?" No. When I when I might like a princess die, like no, I'm not talking to him again. <laughs> why does Princess die? <laughs> that was not a good point of reference. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, so moving forward, we'll edit it out. Go on. We're not editing anything. We're not editing anything. Either. Go on. Uh, so I wanted to talk to you. Where did you go to college? Uh, before I dropped out, I went to college at the Massachusetts College of Liberal Arts. Okay. Then I What felt, brought you there from Albany, New York? Well, it's it's like 40 minutes away. Um, state lines. That's how, uh, that's how states work. I keep- Brennan. I'm going to be honest with you. I keep forgetting how far north Albany is. I know. Um, and so and that can was- I, Can a, I be really honest with you? You don't understand geography? Sometimes I forget that Boston's above us, not below us. You're lucky you're pretty. Brandon. I'm from the South. You're lucky you're pretty. I can tell you everything about the South. Uh, when was when was the biscuit invented? 1534. I guess I can't prove that. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so I went there. 
um, because the Massachusetts Institute co- I, that that you didn't even know the Massachusetts College of Liberal Arts. Co- I was it's a very Institute easy name. Liberal. Are you going to do a joke? No, I was going to say the Institute of Liberal. I thought it was the. It's not the Institute. Institute of Liberal. So the Massachusetts. It's in College North Adams College of Liberal, of Liberal Arts. I said it three times. It's a very simple name. I don't know why we're still on this. I don't know why we're still on this. Like it's called a college. I've never heard of these. So you go, hey, I went to a university. I don't know what your little colleges are about. No. Your little liberal liberal arts. You guys all dance in a circle. You went to college in Florida. That does not count. Um, so <laughs> did you have a question to ask me, Brendan? I did. So you go to college, what and you said you majored in uh theater for a semester? Yeah. Then I transferred to English with a focus in film, and then I failed a class, and my parents were like, We're not sending you here anymore. Then I went to community college, then the pandemic hit, then my grade slipped again, and I was like, I'm gonna move to New York City. And then I'm here. I wanna I'm so interested in this but you won't give me a straight answer why did you move to new york just because you didn't it's not that i didn't give you a straight answer it's that you kept changing the topic five times you can play it back <laughs> you can play it back i originally moved to new york just because well i had always wanted to move to new york i wanted to be independent from my parents and also at the time i had been like i would love to pursue comedy eventually then i got stuck in a job uh okay. like i got so stuck did, in like a serving job it. we did cover it how did you like the yeah. serving job? It was a, uh, it was fine. It was on a, it was on a dinner cruise. Like, do you know Hornblower? No, no. I, I was gonna just say no to all of it. I okay. don't understand any. I don't understand the sentence you just said. It was on a dinner cruise, so it was like a boat with a restaurant on it, and it would go around the river, or whatever, go past the Statue of Liberty. Uh, it was called the Bateau, which is French for boat. Very classy. <laughs> Sounds like the trashiest. Yeah, it is. It's like they're like they're like stuff. we're fine dining. It's like it's well, it's fine dining for like bridge and tunnel, like Jersey people. Yeah, like like we're going to a fancy restaurant. Like you, you'd be it's going on to the like, water, honey. Yeah, you'd be going to like a nice steakhouse, but you're you're on a fucking boat. I would go home at what, two a.m. smelling like clam chowder. It was not great. Um, what? No, that's just oh, that's just reality. I couldn't imagine you serving on a boat. Like every time, like yeah. it's just like the fuck are we doing? Yeah, I almost spilled clam chowder on a lady. Um, I get those not by accident. She was just being a cunt. Yeah, no, uh, no, I true. get those intrusive yeah. thoughts all the time. Where I yeah. walk with a drink and I go, "You're kind of a bitch." Yeah, what if I just, what if I just. But you know, I did that, and then I got in a, a hair salon, which I was, I was paid like, I was paid fifteen dollars an hour. Um, which is like minimum wage, fine. But I was promised a full time job, and they eventually started scheduling me like eighteen hours a week. Oh wow! Which um, I don't know if you know, not enough to pay rent. No, not at all. But yeah, so then I don't know. Then eventually, I got, I fell into doing comedy, even though I had wanted to do it before. So you know. Okay, so then you go to college, and I wanted to get to this story about your friend, the terrible tragedy that happened to your friend. What? Your friend was roofied. Oh no, that was in college. Oh no, it's I a just funny said story. I want to get back to college because I want to talk about this terrible tragedy. It wasn't. It was not. That's. Uh, it was. It's a little misleading. It was. We went to like some frat party, and the guy. Okay. <laughs> so who's the friend? She was. That had she was. This? She was. She was roofied a bunch. But here's the thing. A bunch. <laughs> no, no, not, a bunch. no. A bunch of people. Uh, okay. Okay. So like, 
we went to a party and eventually we were hanging out and like eventually we took her home and like we started walking eventually like everyone like she started vomiting a bunch of other people started like falling down and vomiting and stuff and she was roofied but like some asshole i don't know if i don't think he, he someone like roofied a bunch of random drinks okay I, I don't know if it's like some kind of like weird like rapist like lottery thing we just roofied a bunch of drinks and we had to take her home um we had to take her to the dorm um like the fucking I, like campus police came like the oh, fucking wow. dorm or whatever came because like they were like you're drunk and i was like well she was roofied so like maybe be, maybe nice, be nice about sympathy, it yeah. but, no she wasn't she wasn't assaulted but like that's like no one should ever no one should ever roofie anyone but like, you heard it here first no one should ever roofie anyone but that being said like if you're gonna do it like do it the you have to pick a person yeah that's how it works you shouldn't but you have to pick a person. So the way I used to do... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back in the day. That's how I met my ex-wife. No. <laughs> um, but like she got like... she got, I tell like fucking baby... The amount of times like... Let's talk what? about it. Let's you talk about what? all the babysitting I'm, you had to do. I'm going to... As, as someone who was a former blackout drunk, I'm sure you have some friends who had to like... Who yes. had to fucking babysit you. And, and some of them have been on this podcast. babysit people. And I'm like... I came out like... I went to a Christmas party at my job like uh, like a while ago. Um, Let's talk about for, it for for the salon and like I had two drinks. Everyone else got fucking blasted. Yeah, one of them. I literally I turn I I turned around for a second to talk to someone. I turned back. One of my coworkers is in like a full out fight with someone in like a club. I'm like, are we? What are we fucking doing? Like like we this is La Esquina. Um, La Esquina uh, Speakeasy It's underneath The Mexican restaurant yeah, yeah. It's a very nice place I was like We had taquitos Like an hour ago and like, Why are you fighting with Why are you She was literally Like over the She was Fell over the ed, The end of a couch Or whatever Fighting with this girl I'm like What the fuck Are we doing I want to talk about this Because this is Interesting to me So how long has this been kind of your role as the babysitter just all the time because you're the one who's like it's, i'm not gonna get a fucking mathematical hammered. equation yeah we're like i'm not i don't go out with people and be like well i'm gonna be the mom like, that's not what i do it's literally like uh eventually like the if the pieces fall into place we're like well i'm the only sober person here so i have to apologize when someone breaks something yeah you have to apologize on everyone else's behalf has this been happening since college since your friend and all that stuff the just, roofie well, situation well, just like any anytime I'm with a group of people and they're like out like partying, we're like uh, fucking like girls who are like we're gonna get drunk tonight. They're the worst people on earth. Just the worst people on earth. Like <laughs> I like the, the female Brennan is it. like a monster. <laughs> the Brennan Brenda monster. Brenda Tassif. Um, but like, and can I? Do you want to know what my drag name was? What Miranda writes. Ah, oh, that's because so I've been good. arrested so many times. Oh, that's very good. Have you not seen my drag stuff? No. Oh, yeah. It's online. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Anna Lepley, uh, huge comedian in Florida, in Jacksonville. Uh, she's hilarious. Uh, she has a nationally touring show called Comedians in Drag Doing Comedy. That's fantastic. I've done it twice. Yeah. Shout out to Anna. That's fantastic. Dr. Anna Lepley. Doctor. She has Doctor. a PhD. Um, PhD. So in serving cunt. <laughs> I'm going to clip that and send it to her. Yeah. Uh, I want to, because this really blows my mind because I was always the friend that was like, oh, well, if you were the baby, because I didn't drink, I didn't drink oh, until didn't. late into my oh. senior year in high school. And then when I started, because 
I and I talk about this in the one man show, and I've talked about it on I'm sure on this show before. But I saw what alcohol did to people around me, and it made people like liars, and it made people aggressive, and it made people it's like, retard juice. And yeah, and so I was just like, oh, I'm never gonna drink. So I was actually straight edge until late in my senior year of high school, and then like I said, when I tried it, and my anxiety went away. I go, oh, this is way better than cutting and burning myself, yeah. like to just do a couple shots. So from that time through college through all that, I would always have to be watched over yes and i got very good in my alcoholism about like oh i'm just gonna drink by myself so no one has to worry about me but for you was it when you went to college was it in high school like when did this start happening where you would look around and see everyone else getting hammered and you're like well i'm not gonna get fucking wasted not the idea of babysitting but just this idea of being around all these drunk people i don't like the flavor of oh i guess i i am lying sorry it wasn't actually i think I think before – I'm sorry. I did lie earlier. Before my 21st birthday, I did have like maybe one – like it was like at this party. I had a Kool-Aid with a little bit of vodka. Okay. That was a lie earlier. I apologize, audience. I'm so sorry. We accept your apology. Like I just – I never liked the flavor of alcohol and I didn't really – But were you still going to parties in high school and stuff? I didn't go to parties in high school. Okay. I Literally, all I did was like watch TV and stay home. Like I was like – I was like – like a funny kid or whatever but i like all like i had friends but all my friends were like lesbians who played dungeons and dragons did you play dungeons and dragons no but my lesbian friend sure did okay so like it was just me like i don't know like i didn't i didn't do like high school that's also i think why i didn't get into weed it's a very social drug yeah you can't just walk you can't decide one day as an adult to be like i'm gonna start smoking weed i'm gonna go to a, a gentleman in washington square park and be like hello sir can i have some marijuana can i have one weed can I have a weed? Like, no, you have to like, you're like friends and you start smoking pot in high school and I just never got into it. Okay. So when you got to college, that's when more of the babysitting happened. Yeah. So I want to know what this experience was like for you. Cause I know how it was for me and I've had a lot of people on and we've had, a, I've talked to everyone about it from people in, you know, who are older all the way, you know, to people who are very young like you. And it's always a little different. So when you got to college, what was your expectation? Were you like, I'm going to go make new friends that aren't the lesbians that play Dungeons and Dragons? Were you yeah. like, I want to go out with friends. I want to party. I want to like, what was your expectation when you got there? I, I, I was like, well, I'm going to like make a bunch of new friends. Also, I thought I was going to be having sex. Didn't happen. Okay. Um, still not happening much. Um, Were you out by the time you got to college? I... I think college is like pretty much like when I, I started like telling people, but like I was like, I wasn't like a quarterback in high school. I was basically this. So like everyone <laughs> did know. Yeah. Like I've, I like I, I have a joke about like I never came out to my parents. There's not really a need to. I've like I wear like this sweater in front of them. <laughs> they know what's up. Yeah. If they, if they were like if they if they still think I'm fucking women like they're at they're at they're what like are you, what? <laughs> like I don't know what I don't know what more to like. <laughs> It would be embarrassing to come out as gay, like now to be like, I'd be like, I'm gay. And they're like, we know. Yeah. We knew the whole time. Yeah. We're your parents. You should come out as straight, if anything. Like, that'd <laughs> shock us. That would, that would be shocking. I bring a girl home and I'm like, this is, this is Tiffany. You know, this is Rachel. Yeah. This is Rachel. We're, we're going to have kids together, you know, but. <laughs> so you get there and you're like, I'm going to make new friends. You're kind of doing your thing. You're going to have so much sex. Sex. Just hot, steamy yeah. sex. I'm hooked up with like one guy in college. He had undescended testicles. I don't want to talk about it. Okay, we won't talk about undescended it. Undescended testicles. <laughs> it sounds like you want to talk I, about I, it. I, I was searching around for them and I was like, what's what's in it? was like, oh, I have undescended testicles. I was like, he just dropped it like that. Like, oh, I just. Yeah. You could have told me before. Like, this is. That's weird. I was, I was, it was, I was like, I was, it was like I was searching around in a purse for keys. That weren't there. I was looking for his balls and I was like, 
because because I'm a good person, so I suck the balls. Yeah, I pay attention to the balls. That's good because I'm a, I'm a good person. <laughs> I'm a good person. So um, you can't. And there were no balls, and I was like, <laughs> "This is a ripoff. Like, what is this?" So when you're in college, yeah, and then you get these. Now, what kind of the dynamic? I want to know about what kind of friends did you make? Did you make friends just from class? Did you make friends like were you friends with jocks or the the classmates or you know the theater kids or like what? Who did you make friends with? I was pretty much friends with like the people like you were in a dorm. You said dorm earlier. I was I was friends with like people like pretty much like in my dorm. Like I knew some people like on my floor, um, and we I became like friends with them. Just like I would say like average like college students like their majors spanned a few different okay um, a few. I was friends with like a, a few theater kids, <coughs> but they were you know majoring in different subjects and just different yeah. people. Yeah. And then when you went to your first party, that's when you realized, oh, I'm gonna have to be the caretaker for all these people. I didn't realize it. Just it, it just happened. At a certain point, it's like if if you're tasked with like like a Dominican girl who's been roofied, it's like you can't leave her alone. Yeah. Also, she's being so like I. This is why I don't like I like I feel bad that she got like drugged or whatever. But like she was being a cunt the entire time. She was being like we kept giving her water and she was like no, knocking it over. And like she was like being she was being a bitch the entire time. Also, like she brought her her sister was visiting and she just got got had been broken up with. So I had to deal with like this one girl who was legitimately like ru- like drugged, roofied, and her sister was like. <sighs> Just like, 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 like Vincenzo, he don't love me anymore. And I was like, what are we doing? Why am I, why am I babysitting both of you? I'm like, I'm like, your sister just got roofied. Your younger sister just got roofied, but you're like worried about this. God, what a night. Women, am I right? Am no. I right? Yeah. You are right. This is gas digital, right? No. <laughs> um, no. So this we is have, compound media. We have, shout out Aaron Burke. Shout out Anthony Cumia. Um, you had one story that's left that I wanted to talk about. Is it the three balls one? No. Oh, did you want me to tell the? Three oh, balls actually, one? I wanted to know about. No, I want to talk about the sex clubs. Uh, oh, that's whatever. Yeah, I went to. No, I went that's to, but that don't burn it yet. I want to okay. talk about how you got almost got banned from. Hey, if you're listening to this on the regular feed and you want to know the whole story unedited, go ahead and subscribe on Patreon, patreon.com slash Brennan Tassif. I got a call 30 minutes later. I'm sorry. That was for a different Ethan. Um, uh, sorry. And then they were like, we'll give you a spot to make up for that. And then the last day, uh, my makeup spot, the, the day they gave me to apologize for that, um, I wasn't even on the list for the show I was doing. They were like, well, you're not on the list, but well, I guess we'll have you up. So that was that. And then also like So how did you almost get banned? Did you Well, I was I went there to see my friend one day. I was hanging out. He's like, "Hey." And I'm like, "Uh, apparently you're not on the list." And he's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And then um the the manager whatever comes over and he's like um pretty much I I believe I was sober for this for the most part. Um but the manager comes over and he's like, uh yeah, your friend screwed up the dates, and then I turned to him and me being a malicious homosexual. There <laughs> was like, well, considering you fucked up see <laughs> three times, I doubt he messed up the timing. And then he went, all right. And then my friend got a call from the Booker. Not a few minutes later, um, was the Booker there when this all happened? No, he was okay. he was out. But um, 
apparently my friend had actually messed up the time, so it was his fault. <laughs> so I do feel shitty about that. But I just wanted to be upset. I was sticking up for him. Um, but he got a call from Booker and it was like, you know, everything was smoothed over with him. And then he it was like, um, my friend told me he hung up and he was like, Yeah, um, and the Booker said, um, he said uh that he heard what you said to the manager and he said to enjoy your time at for the rest of your career. Essentially implying that I was banned. Um, and then the next day, like I called the booker and I was like, uh, so am I banned? Is that what you're doing now? And eventually he said, so wait, did you, when you called the booker, were you aggressive like that? Or were you like, Hey, just wanted to smooth. I texted. I, I was more towards the second part trying to smooth okay. things out. But like, he, he like, he said, he was like, you know what? It just, you, you can't, you can't do that. You can't talk to people like that. And then he said, um, I was like, okay, but I just, he didn't let me get an, a word in answer. He said, you know, well, it's it's fine, whatever. And he like hung up and I'm like, so that was like me, like, I th- like essentially getting, and I had, I had Drew's like, like a uh, festival. Yeah. Like two days after that. So I'm like, you're telling me that you're like essentially like soft banning or like banning me. Um, shadow banning. Yeah. Shadow banning essentially. And like, like before I'm going to do this, like I literally texted him. I was like, considering I have a bringer here in two days, I'd like you to be clear on like what the situation is. What, and then what did he say? He said, he said, essentially he was like, he said, we're good. He didn't, I, by the way, I did want to have a talk with him because like also he, I never got an apology for any. For messing up the time. For messing up my dates, for doing this, for doing this. It's like, I never got an apology for any of it. So I was like, I wanted to be like, hey, and I just, I wanted to say like, the reason I was mad because of this, this, and this. And then he just hung up. But you never got that chance. No, I never got that. So like- you got it now. Yeah. I hope no one sends this to him. Um, But like, (laughs) so that was me. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'll get banned now from doing this podcast. But like, I don't know. Like, I'm not going to like lie over and like take take it. No. And that's good. You should stick up for yourself. I never stick up for myself. So I always get, I'm always envious of people who can, where you're just like, yeah, you fucked my shit up. Yeah. Like, that's not acceptable. Speaking of not acceptable, I want to talk about the sex club stuff. Well, um, it's not. Have you always gone to sex clubs? When did you start going to sex clubs? So, I went. I went so to two questions. on on one occasion each. Is this in Once New York? Again, New York? Well, no, it's in fucking Albany. Yes, it's in. You New You went York. to sex clubs in Albany? They're not like sex clubs. There's there's there are clubs where people have sex. One time, so I went to the Cock in the East Village and mm-hmm. the Eagle in like Chelsea area. And one time, Drew was like, "Well, those aren't sex clubs." And I'm like, "Well, people are fucking each other in the ass on the dance floor." I remember floor. when you guys had that conversation. If people are fucking each other in the ass on the dance floor. So what? Like, what do you call that? A cocktail reception? <laughs> like it's 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 not a sex club. It's a club where people are having sex. They're fucking each other, and they, no one wanted me either time. Like so, I'm not a prize in the gay community. When did you? Well, I'm sure for some gays, you're a prize. To find one. You're a big strapping man. I'm not strapping. But you're big. You're like six four. I'm, I'm a big lump of nothing. I'm a big lump of zero sex appeal. You would have been a great guard. I don't know how to take that, but thank you. But no, I I'm not really six four two eighty. I went to two sex clubs. Over. I walked around the entire time and I couldn't. So how did you? I how did a, the idea had, even come up? I'm horny, but I'm horny as well. But they I, don't have this for they don't have this for straight people. Okay, so you were just like I'm horny. I'm going to go to clubs where people have sex. Have sex. And hopefully have gay I'll run sex. In, yeah, gay sex. Hopefully I'll run into someone and we'll have gay yeah. sex. It didn't happen. But why would you go to the clubs when you have so many, like the apps at your disposal and stuff now? They don't like me on the apps. Oh, that's what you're saying. I'm sorry. They don't like me on the apps either. Okay. Oh. I'm not, I'm not, if anyone is a fan of Brennan's and they live in New York and they'll just, just stick it in. I'm here. 
contact Brennan for my information. You can go on my Instagram. I'll probably, if you're not like a quasi mode, honestly, even if you are a quasi mode, <laughs> I'll probably suck your dick. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Come on, call in. Call, call in. in. The phone there's lines a, are open. There's a number. A number will appear right, right here. Right here. I'm going to put your uh, Instagram yeah. right there. Do it. Do, do it. But like, but like, I, so I went to the two sex club. No one had sex with me either time. I will say the one time I went to the Eagle, it made me laugh so much. Um, it didn't make me, it didn't make me laugh there, but I laugh when I think about it. There's a guy like leaning in the doorway and he was like nursing a drink. He, he was like doing this. He was nursing a drink. He was, he was, his, uh, so his ass was getting eaten. A uh, guy was kneeled behind him eating his ass, just going to town. And he was just going like. Well, his ass was getting eaten. And I can't even get. I can't even get like a wink. For those of you listening, only he sipped his drink and checked his watch. I checked my invisible watch. Yeah, I was like, like literally, I was like, good for him. Well, when this comes out, you're gonna get lots of winks. Yeah. Plug everything. We forgot to do this up front, so plug everything for the oh, listeners. Are we running out of time? Yeah, we got about two minutes. Oh, beautiful. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at efiller13. Uh, or efiller13. Um, it's going to be pretty much the same for my Twitter, uh, capital EF though. Um, yeah, that's basically what I have. I have some shows coming up. I won't, I won't name them because when people name shows on podcasts, no one goes to them. Yeah. That's Just not check a thing. out the, so you'll put it on social media. Yeah, I will put them on social media. Like you can follow, if you follow me, you'll find it. But like whenever someone's like on a radio, they're like, my dates are coming up. I'm going to be in, you know, the Omaha Funny Bone on 219. I'm like, yeah, no one's going to like, li- no one's listening to bodies. They're like, really? I should go. Like, no, the people who are going are already going. Yeah. The people who are but, going are already on social I know. media. I can't believe you wanted to, you wanted to talk about the sex. You didn't want to talk about the guy with three balls. I blew, I blew a homeless guy with three balls and now they'll never hear about it. Can you tell it in 30 seconds? I think I just did. Yeah, I right. blew on. He he lived in a van. Well, so that's we, not homeless, but it's it is home. Like when white people live in a van, people are like, "Well, that's not homeless." I'm like, "It is. <laughs> that's what that is." That's exactly what that is. Yeah. How did you meet that guy? He's a he's a terrible. Uh, okay. He's, a, he's an open micer. Okay. Got to tiptoe around that. Thank he's, you, everybody, <laughs> so much for listening. Uh, Thank you. I had a great for time coming on the show. I this had a great fun. time. Um, at Brennan T Comedy on all social media, BrennanTComedy.com. The one man show will be released on YouTube uh, next month. So keep an eye out for that and get your merch. Subscribe on Patreon. We'll talk to y'all next week. Bye.